0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: We go through our lives not exactly being the people we want to be. Instead, we become a figment of what others want us to be. And that's got to stop. Welcome to Rediscovering the Magic of Being with your host, Marja. Realize the gifts and capacities that are within you and start living the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's Marja.
2: Welcome. It's so great having you all here today. You're listening to Rediscovering the Magic of Being. I'm your host, Marja. Make sure to go to marjarr.com. You may email me at radio at marjarr.com or contact me on Facebook at Resonance Repatterning with Marja. I have a special guest here today, um, Bubba Domas, who um, likes to be described as a crazy mountain man, and he actually has lots of words of wisdom to share with us today. And we decided that in talking that an important topic for people and our listeners may be interested in, is how do you know what your heart is telling you? So, hi, Bubba.
3: Good morning. How are you? Before we go into a whole lot of stuff, I want to do something for everyone that's listening now and listening in the future. And this this will carry, and the more it's played, the bigger the energy vortex of this will get. And the way it works is I kind of, bring everybody into harmony in this time we're going to share and co-create. Is that okay with y'all?
2: Oh, yes, please do.
3: Please allow the energy that we be, all of us in the radio world and through this digital media, allow us to sit in harmony. Please allow the energy that we be to coexist and co-mingle with all other energies in a foe. Please allow the highest vibrating beings to dictate that flow. (sighs) Thank you. Please allow the words that come from us be the perfect words for every interaction, even self. And allow those words to be in the perfect vibration, frequency, and tone for all living things to understand. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. Well, this way, we're in a new moon today, and it's going to really peak out according to the energies I play with around sometime around noon. And in this energy, it's a very creative time, very, very, very creative time. So if you're in the flow of things, you'll create better just not knowing the paradigm.
2: Oh. Well, that's really interesting. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so anything that can get us more in harmony I know really helps so uh, kind of back to the topic uh, I know when we were talking last week we were, we were talking about how a lot of people don't know what their heart is telling them and I know you teach people this so what what's your first suggestion to people that don't know
3: what do you enjoy doing Whatever you enjoy doing, and it makes your heart feel better, and it makes you feel better, and it gives you better thoughts, that's what your heart's telling you to do. Now, when you're young, it's many things, and as you get older and progress through this evolution, you find more and more what brings you more peace and more joy than anything else. Everything else is a chapter to get to where you are. Everything else, every new beginning goes through its cycle to the end, and then something new begins. And that's the way your passions are. I mean, I started a long time ago building hot rods. That was fun, to build something out of that, make it go faster than the manufacturer could. But now I don't do that any longer, and I don't even know how I've forgotten. Because my passion is in recreating nature to benefit the earth. And as you move through these chapters and you don't use what you don't use, the information is still there. It's stored in you. And then you just keep following your heart to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. It's all the journey. There's never an end result.
2: Yeah, I like that about because it really is a journey and things that did used to make us feel good or have passion for it does come to an end a lot of times and instead of um, trying to stay there, that's when we have to look for, okay, now what do I choose to do?
3: Yeah, so, and it's all a progression of evolution in you.
1: Mhm.
3: Now, yes. as we move through this and these new energies we're waking up in, everybody's questioning everything. They don't even know what to breathe in their own brain. And <laughs> I tell everybody, if you'll go off the premise that everything you thought you knew and you were taught in school and you understand the first thing you were taught in the womb was to lie and to live it, and if you'll start right there, don't overwhelm yourself, just take one subject and re-question it, revisit it, because even in the womb, you were programmed to lie. That's why we're in the shape we're in now.
2: Yes. Yes. And I like what you said about question, question everything, you know, because questions uh, are very, very important to always continuing to ask questions.
3: I read a study somewhere, one of the big Ivy League universities was studying the most creative times in our lives. Of course, this information got squashed, but um, average four-year-old, they say, is the of when you're starting your creative quest on where your passions are going to lead you asks 428 questions in their waking time. That's an average over the, the kids they did. And I've raised enough 4-year-olds to know the average 4-year-olds only wake 9 or 10 hours a day. So that's 42.8 questions an hour for the most creative time in your life. You're awake more than that now. Can't you average more than... 428 questions in the time you're awake.
2: Oh, yeah, and the issue I think a lot of people has is we get trained to find answers, not not to keep asking questions. We get trained in the school system, we get trained by society that we're supposed to be looking for the answers, not for the questions.
3: But there are no answers. The answers changes you do. Yes. The answers changes your passions change, the answers changes your truth changes. But being born in a lie, living a lie, at what point do you figure out that you're a lie and everything that you know is a lie? At what point does that happen? When that happens, that day it slaps your right square in the face, and you say, I've done everything that I've done to this point for no reason at all except to waste energy. Well, that's not true. It took every bit of that to wake up this in you.
2: Yes. And that's the thing, (laughs) the way I look at it is nothing is ever wasted because it does work to, to help wake you up. It does work to, that's why I like the way you put it in chapters because each chapter flows from one to the other. The chapters, the chapter before makes it possible for you to be where you are now or discovering a new passion or having something come on the scene that you go, I really love doing this and it would be fun to do more. That's another thing that I found as far as following the heart is us also what do you have fun doing? We don't don't put a very high value on fun.
3: Well, once you figure out that we've been programmed to take all this serious, then you understand where all the fear and drama fits in. And you understand once you start seeing the subliminal languages running across the black box, most everyone will go into debt to pay for and have in their house. You'll understand your children are being programmed because they can see in a frequency you can't see. In languages, they understand, but you don't because you can't see them. And then you understand how deep and subtle it all really runs deep, 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 deep. You understand real bad. How come people don't have the glow they used to have? Because they don't know how to exist.
2: Yes. and the lie we live. Yes. And we've also, we've denied who we are at our core.
3: You know? Well, the so. fear is so deep, you're more scared of self than anything else. Yes. You're more scared of your intuition Knowing your gut is absolutely truthful than to say no to someone you care for. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to say no.
2: Oh, that's a very important thing to
3: relearn. Stand up for for what makes your heart sing. You don't have to be squashed anymore. I mean, especially the women. This is the one that floors me. I, I understand why every religion puts them below a dog, because they're the portals. They are the portals. Every female species is a portal for new life to come in, not just new life, new souls to come in. Because 88 days before your birth, a soul is injected in you, and that's where the programming begins,
2: Hmm. Yes, yeah, so I, I know a process that I work with with residency patterning. It, it does some things and I know there's been some psych, um, psych, psychological studies uh, about how much babies really do pick up in the womb. You know? And how well, I, uh, they recognize people and all sorts of things when they're born. Yeah.
3: Well, I got a rude awakening. I, I, yesterday, someone sent me a video and it explains... What I see on this planet, because I don't see the human form as the human form anymore. I see colors and energies and basically a bunch of electrical systems is what I see for most everything. Um, when I snap down low enough to bring them back into focus in the skin, that means I'm vibrating too low for me. I need to go back to the magic mountain.
2: Huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to continue this on uh, on the next segment and more of this discussion, and we're coming up on break, and we'll see you on the other side in two minutes. So.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
4: It's time to eradicate barriers that are holding you back in your relationships and your life
1: You are tuned in to Rediscovering the Magic of Being with Marja. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now, back to Rediscovering the Magic of Being.
2: And we're back. And I do highly encourage anybody that's listening live, if you want to call in, please call in and join the discussion. Uh, We were talking about uh, women and babies and how much babies start out with uh, even when they're in the womb and about how it binds them into this reality in some ways that may not be really helpful. So we're going to continue on and see where this goes. So where do you want to go from here, Bubba?
3: Well, I tell you what, let's just do for everybody listening the same thing we did for you guys while we were in the commercial thing. Okay, great. Because this is a really good thing to adjust everyone back into a healing place, an immune system reset. It does so much for your physical energy, and it it reconnects a lot of the blocks and pings in your energetic system that are causing small, minute, irritable little pains, if you don't mind.
2: Go right ahead. I think that sounds great.
3: Everybody that's listening, everybody that tunes in later, please, uh, all you have to do to accept this is say yes, and it's always there. You can listen to it now and wait two weeks and say yes and still receive the same thing. (sighs) Everyone out there, please put their assemblage point in its right and proper place, at its right and proper angle for optimum expression of health and energy and please do so in such a manner that it does not physically incapacitate them ah thank you (laughs)
2: yeah thank you bubba
3: (laughs) well i i I just play in different worlds and as the energy pops up you know you've seen what we did one of you was kind of scattered out there so we brought it back in and as this stuff pops up that's i'm kind of like uh uh, what they diagnose is ADD, and basically what it is is
5: creative
3: energy that is ice skating on a razor's edge. That's what mm-hmm. it is. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, I like that because I said a long time ago that I probably would have been diagnosed as ADHD, and I think uh, a lot of times that people with ADD, ADHD just see different things and dis- different possibilities. You know, at least from my vantage point, you know, um, is that they have different capacities to tap into different things as far as on an energy level goes. You know,
3: well, and that's what I tell everybody. I studied with Dr. Emoto for a couple, three years. And when I found out the two most powerful words to water and all of us are water was thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Those two little words in any language, in any language around the globe, change Mm -hmm. water. Right. Then I was questioning more, and I found out the most powerful question that I know. And I found it out quite by accident. What else is possible in this? Whatever this is. Yes. It literally Uh. stops the quantum world And starts over vibrating again.
1: Yes. It's crazy. Yes.
3: And it doesn't make any difference what this is. You just got to have the presence of mind to get out of it and ask that question.
1: Yes.
2: And what else (laughs) is possible is one of the, and this is, is one of the, my favorite questions, you know.
3: Well, what I figured out is what else is possible has a big, broad spectrum in the life that I live because I'm playing in so many different things. So Uh if I'm caught up and I'm trapped in this one thing that's got me wherever I am, that's not in the present moment, I stop, I step back, I breathe. What else is possible in this? And I walk away from it. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, some magic happens somewhere. (laughs) yes (laughs)
2: Uh, well that's a fun thing about questioning because that's one of the things that we were talking about in the last segment is to be in the question and to always question because it releases a creative flow it releases um, it, it opens up your energy it's very expansive when you ask questions and what else is possible is just one of many questions that you can be asking
3: I have seen people do affirmations after affirmations after affirmations. And I have witnessed time after time after time, every time they make a statement, their energy closes down, which means it draws and they're trying to take all that they are and house it in that skin suit and it gets plumb painful because all that you are won't fit in that skin suit.
1: Right.
4: Hmm. I know who
3: I am. I yes. know what I am. I know what I'm here to do. Whether you do or don't, whether yes. do you do or don't, if you will claim that on a daily basis, you'll get this hand in the middle of your back that will shove you in the direction that you probably ought to think about going in. Yes, That's the only thing I claim. Everything else I ask questions about. I mean, to get in the place that I am, 30-odd years ago, I woke up dead, and I said the only question I had then was, please allow me to sit in the same information field as Tesla and Einstein. But from my perspective and my passions, because all them numbers they had running through their head ain't going to do me no good. I'm not into math. Thank you Mm -hmm. for that. So
2: I want you to kind of of, uh, tell our listeners uh, what you mean by you woke up dead.
3: Well, I was in such an angry person, anger, 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 and I've been on my own for a long time, and I did not realize that all the anger was by me, about me, for me, that I created it because I was angry at me because I didn't have the questions to ask to get out of the situation I was in so therefore I projected my will in quite forceful ways on others to get the hell out of my way even though I didn't know where I was going and so much physical pain, Jack Daniels, Jim Beam and all the prescription drugs the doctors could give me put me in a incapacitative state for seven and a half minutes I was dead for the fourth or fifth time that was 30 wow. odd years ago
2: yeah and and that dramatically appears to have turned your life around
3: well it was either turn your life around or go ahead and put the gun back in your mouth and squeeze the trigger
2: uh-huh. and i've
3: been there once or twice since i woke up dead the last time
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're still here with us, Bubba.
3: <laughs> well, every time I would do that, they just that these energies I play with would just laugh at me and say, it's not going to do any good. You're going to come back again.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: And I'm like, well, let's just go ahead and get this shit over with this time, because I'm going to be here for 132 years and 15 days. So let's play.
2: Yes. And is that when you started really following your passions and your heart?
3: Uh, Well, there's been a constant in my life for 50 years, and that's a medicinal plant that the government has an all-out war on. And that's been the one constant in my life. The rest of everything else has changed from the plants that I plant, the trees, blah, blah, blah. And that all depends on where I'm at in the region because of plant-native trees. And I learned a long time ago from a shaman I was studying under that it took eight to ten trees to produce the air that I breathe in any 24-hour period. So I make it a point to attempt to plant eight to ten trees a year for me and the critters around here. Oh, eight to ten And I trees. live in the desert. Yeah. I live in the desert, and the more trees I plant, the more water it attracts.
0: Oh,
2: it's like
3: the trees are magnets to bring water in.
2: Huh? Yeah, that's a a really interesting. uh, I, I didn't realize that in totality. I knew the trees were extremely important. For our energies and for you know, so when urban expansion and everything happens and they take out trees and everything, that's not necessarily a very good thing. But I didn't realize that that they also called in water. You
3: know. All right, you live in you live in Las Vegas. How long have you lived in Las Vegas?
2: Uh, a few years.
3: Yeah. Okay. Now, when I used to go visit Vegas in the 70s, it was down 6 or 7% humidity. But the more people that get there and the more trees and shrubberies that are planted, the average humidity has gone from 6 or 7% to about 20% and done that over about 25 years.
2: Wow. That's a long time. Yes.
3: Yeah. So it living out here in the desert where I live and planting the trees that I plant I'm having to use less water from the well to water them to the point after about two years I don't have to water them all because somehow the water table around here has raised to the trees and I haven't done anything except stick organite on the mountain and the trees have brought the water here
2: huh Huh? And, and planting trees are also a passion for you, right? And working with nature.
3: Oh, sweetheart, you don't understand the power of a tree. If you'll commit to a tree for 30 days, twice a day, for three minutes a day, and you'll put your heart and your head on the tree in 30 days, you'll have, you'll have the capacity to use telepathy, not counting the healing energy it's going to put in you. Not counting huh. the grounding energy it's going to put in you. Not counting the connection to the nature spirits it's going to give you. Every trouble that you have, if you'll take it to the tree, you'll not have it anymore. Uh-huh. That's huh. what the trees are here for. The, the tree in my world, the way I see it, the way I live, the tree is my brother. It's my nearest living relative. Every bit of its waste benefits me, and every bit of my physical waste benefits the tree. I live in a desert. I can urinate on a tree. That may be the only water it gets, but there's enough minerals and vitamins in that one time to feed that tree for a year. So do you see how closely we're interacting with the trees? Uh-huh. People don't understand that. There are our, The trees I have found, to me, they're the easiest way to get grounded, and all i got to do is go sit down next to it, and sit under its shade and enjoy it. And that's what the tree seems to love the most, is just the interaction. But they're all connected from the time they're a sapling, when it gets one little limb out of the ground with one leaf on it. It has the same information as that 3,500-year-old tree over in Africa. They're all connected. And if you go back and study Dr. Paul Stamanson, he'll tell you it's the, the... fun guy that's doing it and I'm here to understand the way I see it. He's correct. Mm-hmm. There's no disputing it. And I'm more like him anymore. I don't think we were created. I think we're an evolution of mold spore. <laughs>
2: Well, that that's an interesting concept. <laughs> However, I do want to get back to to what we can do. I, I like what you told the, as far as to tell people to go spend some time with trees and see what changes in their lives. You know. <laughs> well, I mean,
3: the easiest thing—the easiest thing people can do to change their lives—and it's the hardest thing to do. You think you're conscious of it, but you're not.
2: Uh huh.
3: Consciously make a choice not to let a complaint leave your lips. Not one complaint about anything, don't let it leave your lips. And your life will change so fast that it'll make your head spin. <clears throat> your spoken word is your vibrational anchor in the universe. You can think it and you can feel it, and it's sitting out there spinning. But when you put words to it, holy crap, what did you just create?
2: Yes. And that's also uh, why I know that we had it in our talk last week, you were talking, and we got it just a couple of minutes before a break, where uh, that to really change things for people, this is along the same track, It's just just take one thought and change that and maybe speak the change. Would that be even more helpful?
3: Well, the biggest thing is the way you think and how you think was given to you. Most people have not evolved out of the way they were taught to think. And when you change your mainframe into a questioning state of mind, so how do you change the way you think? One thought at a time. Okay, today... Instead of making statements, I'm asking everybody questions, and I'm going to irritate them because I'm going to ask questions. I'm, they're going to ask me a question. Emma. I'm going to return an answer with a question. Yes. And that's and, how you change your thinking. And you're literally just playing. Yes. You're being a minor irritant to everyone you're around. <laughs> and then sometimes it's not minor. They'll get plum belligerent. <laughs> <laughs> but when they do that you just look at them and smile and say thank you I'm glad you didn't carry that home to your significant other (laughs) (laughs) and that that right there will irritate them again and they'll go away and leave you alone Uh (laughs) (laughs) and I tell everybody I know everything that uh, I see everything outside of me is just a reflection of what's going on inside of me I can't see anything other than me mm -hmm. that's all I see and once you recognize that, you become the funhouse mirror, and that's just to see what reaction you get. Well, everybody good. loves the funhouse mirror <laughs> until they're in the hot seat. End.
2: Okay, uh, we'll continue this on. We're, uh, as we're on a coming up on a break, so we'll see the other side in two minutes.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
5: Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions, some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement and purpose?
1: Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Empowerment. Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning into the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within. But many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America
0: Empowerment.
1: You are tuned in to Rediscovering the Magic of Being with Marja. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now, back to Rediscovering the Magic of Being.
2: And we're back. Uh, continuing on with our from the last segment about talking about asking questions. And... Oh. Uh, Always being in the question and how that can start changing your thoughts, and where do you have anything else to add to that, Bubba?
3: Well, anything different? Your subconscious, which is controlling most people most of the time, they go on autopilot. Subconscious does. How many times you took a trip in the car and not realize you've already gotten to where you were going, and you just remembered getting in the car? Hmm. Oh yeah. Subconscious. So, if you make a conscious choice to do something different every day, you get your subconscious off-kilter. And once your subconscious starts getting off-kilter, it's easy to change it. So, you start changing your subconscious from a conscious place just by doing something different, just by asking a question here, there, and yonder. Pretty soon, it turns into a way of life. And according to Wilhelm Reich, that done a study back in the 30s and the 40s, if you change one thought from a conscious place. It changes, I don't know, 60 some odd thousand in an unconscious place. Wow. So, how much power do you really have over your subconscious? And this is an everyday thing that I play with and have for 30 odd years. I'm showing my subconscious, I'm still here. We're not doing autopilot, dear. Yes. So it's every day making a choice that you want different than what you're experiencing. And the only way you get different is to be or do different. And being, most people don't even know how to be because they're taught how to do. You always got to be doing. When's the last time you just sit down under a tree and just kind of melted into it and breathe? And yes. attempt to think, can I see the world from the tree's perspective? And just be. Yes. Have change. Yeah. We're caught up in this rat race, a never-ending quest to find happiness in a store. To find happiness in a thing. And happiness is not a store or a thing. Happiness is a choice. Joy is a choice. And how do you find this in this crazy, screwed up world? Well, everybody's got a grandchild or a child or a dog or a cat or they've seen something funny in the past. Remember that to lighten your load. Because it really, this life, it ain't that serious. And the more you learn to play, like you used to when you were a child, the easier and better your life gets. The faster your requests come into actualization in the life you exist. Because I don't care about a manifest, it's just a list of all the things that I've asked for. But when it comes into actualization... Oh, that's a whole different list.
2: Yes. And would you like to go into that a little bit?
3: (laughs) Well, I keep hearing the law of attraction and these manifestations, and you go back and look up the word manifest or manifestation or anything to do with that, it's a list. You've already got a list 1,400 miles long. How are you going to actualize it? Because yes. until it's in your hands, it's not actual, is it? Right. So how do you actualize it? You sit down and you play like a kid, like you're playing with it. How many times did you sit down in imaginary land playing with something as a child and it just magically appeared in your life?
2: That's true, you know. Well, I, exactly. I was just
3: Yeah. So I sit down here and imagine it and play with it, and then I let it go off into wherever it goes. And next thing you know, it's right here. And I can play with it for really real.
2: <laughs> I think the important thing of what you're saying there and what I have learned is if you're willing to be in that place of play and fun with it, you're much more likely to um, attract those things in your life that you really truly want, you know, or that you you uh, that helps your life be. Uh, for lack of a better term, be better. I don't really like it from that, but it's the energy of playing fun is so creative.
3: Well, it, it, it's, we're taught everything's got to be so serious. I mean, really, we are. And what a screwed up mess we were taught. Because I can tell you this, I irritate a lot of people because they say you're never serious. But I am serious. As a child, play yes. me in all of this, and the seriousness is, I'm going to be a child in it, and it may irritate you, but that's okay too. You need to yes. let loose and let it flow. Yes. And as I, I, I come ahead. in, somebody changing my diaper, and I go out, somebody changing my diaper. So I might as well stay the same age and change my own diaper in between.
2: <laughs> well, I think you brought up an interesting point there, in that um, uh, that it irritates people when you're having fun and you're playing a lot, which is really backwards. That's a lie that a lot of people have bought into. That uh, again, they've bought in so much into the seriousness. Of everything. I I know I told a story on a a, a show a couple of times ago or whenever about these people that got asked to leave a restaurant because they were having too much fun and laughing.
3: Yeah, I did that a lot.
2: Yeah, and to me, that is the most bizarre (laughs) thing because it's like there is so much judgment on fun,
3: you know? Well.
2: So, yeah.
3: I don't. Know. And, uh, if you invite me to your place; it's going to be fun. And <laughs> knowing what I know about vibrational attraction and every like attracts like, if you're into complaining, you're going to attract that. You're going to attract people that like to do that. Misery loves company. Don't think so. You stay in your happy place and let somebody miserable get in your energy. They're going to walk away and leave you. Misery loves company. And only from a joyful place can you exist in a, as an island in all of this. Right. because then you see the humor in all of it once yes. you recognize the humor in all of it you're going to sit back and say oh my goodness what lie did I lead to get me right here and literally if you'll sit back and look at the humor in all of it every bit of it every bit of it is self created delusion from lies we were taught as kids
2: yes <laughs> so uh, uh, this is a good time to go to break we'll see you on the other side of two minutes.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
4: How is your relationship with your partner? Could you be closer and more connected? Though many stressors that impact couples may be unavoidable, being able to navigate whatever comes your way can make all the difference in the level of happiness in your partnership. To stay close and connected to your partner, you'll want to check out Coupled Up with hosts Karen Collins-Achetti and Max-Achetti, broadcasting live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you tired of strained relationships that don't work? We all have at least one a family member, friend, or coworker we struggle to understand and deal with. Now you can improve those relationships fast with simple tools and skills. Tune into Relationship Radio with Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles. You'll learn how to have a better marriage, improve communication with your kids, and reduce stress at work. Listen live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
1: You are tuned in to Rediscovering the Magic of Being with Marja. To reach the program today, please call 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. Now, back to Rediscovering the Magic of Being.
2: And we're back. Uh, I can't even remember for sure where we we left off because we were having such a great discussion on break. Uh-uh. So, Bama, where were we at, and what would you like to continue with?
3: Well, I'm going to interject in this last session how important water is. Now, most people discount water it's just water. Water is the key to everything. Water is a conductor of electricity. Your body is electric. Above all else, it's electric Hydrate, 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 but the water is key, and I try not to endorse any waters or anything like that because of the energetics and blah, 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 and I don't want to be sued over saying this and that and the other over somebody's label, but screw it. I have found that the water from Winco in Las Vegas energetically is pleasing to my body, and Crystal Geyser are the two waters that I can drink that are sold commercially. The rest of them, my body won't even let me touch them unless I do a bunch of magic on them. The water in your body is changed by your thoughts. Dr. Mazarai Moto and several others have proven this. And your spoken word changes you faster than anything else. Your spoken word is unique to you. So, you guys walking around, complaining about the way you look, complaining about this body part or that is going to amplify this or that. You're speaking on it in a negative way. So, learn to be happy in the skin that you're in, and you can change it by simply asking the body to assist you.
2: Yes, and... For for those of you that aren't familiar with Dr. Emoto, who Bubba studied with, uh, you can look him up online. He he's got a there's a book out there called Messages from Water that actually shows you what happens when words are spoken to water, and it's really quite fascinating. On that, well, it shows you so. the power.
3: You don't know what mood them people are in in that bottling place that are bottling your water. You don't know what they're screaming at the top of your lungs. You don't know what the people in the aisles of the stores are saying in front of that water. I know that water is a magnet for the spoken word. Mm -hmm. I know that water loves the spoken word. And literally, I go around and because water is its own living energy, I go around and bless the water in stores. And literally, I just say, bless all water in this place nine nine five and nine nine seven and that is the trinity cubed times your five human senses and the trinity cubed times your seven energetic fields and you can sit back and watch after doing this and people will go to the soda case and they'll change their mind and go get water huh
2: that's kind of a fun experiment to do
3: you know oh i just play you don't know your power till you start playing
2: Oh yeah, and, and just to see see what happens. I know that the, you made a suggestion um, that I read a couple of weeks ago that I really like. As far as it would be really fun to play with, if there's anybody out there that spends a lot of time on water or in boats, and to uh, wasn't it to play Vivaldi Four Seasons.
3: The Four Seasons. We had a guy, I had a guy in, in Australia called me one day a couple of years ago, and he said, dude, the town I live next to, they're all mean, they're angry, they're grumpy, they're this, they're that. I said, where's their water source? And he said, well, the creek that feeds their water supply runs through the back of my property. I said, well, if it was me, I would get the Four Seasons, and I would put it on a MP3, and I'd figure out how to solar power it, and I'd put speakers in trees, and I would play that music over that water, 24 hours a day and see how long it takes to change town
1: mm-hmm.
3: 99 days hmm. 99 days that's what it took to change the people in the town to a more nicer get along cohabitable place and all he did was play the four seasons into their water supply
2: Hmm. that's really interesting again a lot of this uh the dr Emoto did some really groundbreaking work with uh with water and the importance of water. When you consider that our bodies are a large percentage of water, there's uh, most of our planet has has a large percentage of water. Uh, It's like it's one of the most important ones as far as to learn how to help it vibrate higher, for lack of a better term. Okay,
3: I'm going to give you a game-changing tip. I don't usually do this unless I sit in consultation with people on the phone. Mm -hmm. You get the Four Seasons on a boombox or your phone or whatever. You get a half a cup of Epsom salts, a half a cup of baking soda, and ten drops of lavender oil, and you draw you a bath playing this music into that bath water. And you sit down and soak in that bath water, and the physical ailments you had getting in will go down the drain with the water. And if you do this two or three times a week... I've even seen people with fibromyalgia lose that.
2: Wow. yeah.
3: I've seen children that, down and autistic, lose that, because this music in the water and the water being the magnet, draws the heavy metal toxicity from your physical net. Now, I could be killed for this, but it needs to happen. Huh. Hmm. It's like everybody thinks they're getting the flu and dying from it now. It's heavy metal poisoning. Huh. Huh. So far, it's working.
2: Huh.
3: Huh. But it's a repetitious thing. It's like going back to the tree. It's a commitment to yourself on how much health and wealth you want to possess. Because your health is your wealth. Your time is your value. How do you spend it?
2: Yes. It looks like we're Nothing coming...
3: Nothing this planet has any value except the time you're in this mess.
2: Yes. Well, it looks like Nothing we're coming up... Valuable. Yes, looks like we're coming up towards the end of the show here, and I just wanted to really quickly say that uh, as far as a couple of tips to do is to uh, spend some time with a tree a couple of times a day uh, and see see what happens in your world, and to also play with the importance of the your spoken words and not letting a complaint leave your thing and. Talk to your body kinder. Just try those experiments and try those things. And remember that when you're in a place of fun and play, you're in the place of creativity. So I want to thank you for listening to Rediscovering the Magic of Being today. And I want to thank Bubba Dumbass for being uh, such a wonderful guest. I'm your host, Marja. Make sure to go to marjarr.com. You may email me at radio at and, or contact me on Facebook at Resonance Repatterning with Marja, and we'll see you next week.
1: Thank you for listening to Rediscovering the Magic of Being. Please join your host, Marja, again next Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, start to live the life that you've always deserved to live.